Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. You are listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the daily best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the daily best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Seven and a half minutes past the hour. You got Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba working toward our 30th birthday as a show. We got individual birthdays again today within the the Rick and Bubba family. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, they've already given you a kickoff hour on all the Rick and Bubba platforms today. You can catch the show in its entirety live and or archived, so there's never a reason for you to miss even an ounce of the Rick and Bubba show, so catch it on your own time as well. Uh, whatever you may miss live, or maybe you don't even have access to a live option other than our streaming app or our YouTube channel. Uh, we've got Eddie Van Adler speaking of YouTube. He's got the YouTube experience for you today, live and archive, including a best of hour that appears on Blaze TV uh, as well. So the gang is all here. Bubba and I now join them. And I did say, Bubba, you might know him better as a silver tongue one. The man with the golden voice, professional lunch eaters man of the year. The inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! Howdy, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, welcome in to the little party we call Rick and Bubba. And train roll on, on down the line, my baby's gone with the wind. How about it, Bubba? How about it, Rick Burgess? Hope everybody's doing well. Welcome into the little party we call Rick and Bubba. And hey, hey, she's a nice one out there today. Well, we got a lot to cover. A lot to cover on the program. I mentioned uh, as uh, we were starting this hour, we got a couple of birthdays today on the same day. Uh, today, we've got uh, my wife, hey. Sherry, and uh, and Helmsy's son, Braden. Uh, on the exact that? same day. Big day on the 15th. Big day on the 15th. Can y'all believe he is 18 years old? I will tell you, no. uh, and all the parents in the room will, will uh, <laughs> Adler's not there yet. You're, you're, you're but right. He, he's going to turn around and he'll be there. You're right in the middle of oh, it. Yeah. When, when, you know this now already, but when they're little bitties, 
time seems to drag. You think mm-hmm. they're going to be little forever. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, about their 13th birthday, it de- but yeah. it just starts. I mean, things just start. Yeah, no. I mean, they start moving so fast. And now, and you're to, not as smart as you used to be. To me, no. to me, when they become sophomores, it's like that, yeah. and they're and they're graduating. Look I mean, that. I'm talking, I'm talking like that. Look okay, yeah. Look, I mean, see, I don't even know how that happens. I, know. I, don't I mean, it's the way he looks. I mean, he looks like a if man. If I saw him in the mall, I wouldn't know who he was. Yeah, both of them were a little bit of junior bitty. and a senior, right yeah. there, okay. Braden Carolina. Hey, and there's the wild there one right there. There you go. Yeah, but there I mean, she she's now at that age. Now that's going to go quick too. Go to the next. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, never mind. I'm sorry. You put you on spot. I wanted him to show show you the next picture. I think jumping with her. That just kind of gives you the the personality stage I'm in with her. Oh yeah. But it's uh, uh, it's a lot of fun, yeah. and, uh, and and but it goes <clears throat> like I don't even I can't even the three of mine that finished college completely. It's like they were they were incoming freshmen, and we were standing there, and they were walking across with their cap and gown. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, college went quick. The, it goes by so uh, fast. I mean, it, it when they become this age, it just it just <clears throat> seems to pick up momentum. And here we go. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Amanda reminded me last night when we were talking about this. She said, you know, it's Sherry's birthday tomorrow, too. I know. And I was like, wow, they do. They share a birthday. <clears throat> share a birthday. That? So, uh, so, and I always remember Sherry's birthday because of Bubba's anniversary. So it yeah. ties to that. <laughs> so, uh, Sherry. When I'm celebrating, you know, you better get ready. That's yep. it. Yep. Sherry, 53 today. <clears throat> 53 years old. That I, is so Happy awesome. birthday. It, it was so, happy birthday. What was funny is I asked her uh, yesterday, and I said, can you believe that, you know, here we are. I mean, just I'm about to – I'm getting to the end of my 50s. Here we, we're in our 50s. And I said, it seems like we're in our 50s. You know what she said? She said, yeah, it actually does. <laughs> <laughs> it seems exactly like we're in our 50s. <laughs> I said, okay, well, I guess it does. You're right. So uh, so we got those two birthdays today, and I uh, hope uh, both of those um, uh, have, have a wonderful, wonderful day today. Uh, and, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, I'll take Sherry out for a little dinner tonight. And, uh, yesterday mama sent her some flowers and a card as I was hanging out with dad yesterday, which I have a, you know, I, I have a story from, from that. Uh, you know, Greg, you and I have always half joking, but, but yet half not joking that dad is some sort of superhero that he has some, he's, there's, there's something, yeah. there's something he's. I have, I, I know, and I've said this on the show about him every time. I know that all of us, me included, recklessly throw around, hey, they broke the mold on that one. I said, hey, hey, they ain't, ain't nothing like him. <laughs> with, with Bill Burgess, there is zero embellishment. Mm-hmm. I've never met anyone who even slightly reminds me of my dad. Yeah. I mean, you talk he's about a, 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 a completely different. It's like a, he's a different human mm-hmm. being walking among other human beings. You could really almost lump everybody in one pile, and he'd still be standing over by himself. <laughs> I mean, and and it's uh, it, I, I, I he did something yesterday that I just went. I don't even think that's possible, and then and then he just does it, and uh, and and it's it, it's just uh, it, he is a, an amazing individual, and like you said, we we thought when we were little kids, we thought well, we're, our dad is a, a literal superhero. Oh yeah, and uh, and and sometimes I wonder if there isn't something to some of that. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we'll I'll talk a little bit about that today, and uh, we got stories. I know I just can't wait to talk about the next Trump lawsuit, uh, or indictment, or. You Whatever. mean a, a yeah. forty-one count indictment yeah. against Trump and eighteen others, and right. they're they're charging him under the RICO Act, which is what was designed for mobsters. Are you kidding me? Well, when you told me that, I, I thought <laughs> to myself, how in the world, if that even exists, did the Republicans let the Clintons and the Bidens get away with anything? 
You well, talk. You talk about yeah. two groups that look a lot like the mob. Well, you you talking about uh, <laughs> You're right. especially them Bidens. I'm I'm learning them Bidens maybe more like a mob than the Clintons were. Jeez. And that's and, saying a lot, by the way. Yeah. You remember Trump was uh, on the phone saying, "Hey, we need to find some votes." Remember mm-hmm. the whole thing, yeah. and that's that's kind of how all of it pulled out. We'll break it down. It it is uh, it is a landmark case, not only because it's against a former president, because it may be the 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 biggest overcharge in American history. Yep. I, I think they're overplaying their hand on this, like they always do. Also, I was sent a picture by Dad yesterday that explains a lot about our society. By the way. And, and of course, that'll tie to Dad because he had a comment on it as well. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, we we all know that um, when you try to have plants at your house, um, Sherry loves plants. We love trees. We we love all this stuff. But we're not experts. We do not have a green thumb. We don't. Okay. And a lot of times these things don't make it. Well, here's the answer. Have, are you getting tired of rolling over to the local nursery? piling stuff in the back of your vehicle, dirt's everywhere, only to bring it home where it dies. Well, I would suggest that you uh, you go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Fastgrowingtrees.com. Let me tell you, the, the, these people, uh, they, they help you with their plant experts. First of all, they want to know where do you live. See, a lot of mistakes we make, we go buy something that really won't do well in our climate. So the, the plant experts will say, all right, based on where you live, here are the trees and plants that would thrive where you are. And then, of course, they, they help us. You know, you can, you can Zoom with them. You can chat on the phone. Uh, they're always there ready to help. They'll even walk you through the – you can go into your garden and, and just you know, pull them up on FaceTime and say, here's where I am. They really are incredibly helpful. And, and therefore, you actually are planting things that will thrive and grow uh, and give you years of pleasure, and they ship them right to you. Okay? Uh, do you realize there's, there's, there's around 2 million people? that are already doing this and they love it. So here's what you need to do. Go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash Bubba. For some of you, this is the day it all changed. Okay, you're going to love these people. Go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash Bubba and get you 15% off your entire order. Okay, that's 15% off by going to fastgrowingtrees.com slash Bubba. It's my hand. So Bubba, this one has really got everybody stirred up. It's like somebody, something was happening in a trickle, and also somebody's dumped a bucket of water. Rick, uh, uh, the state of Georgia has now had a 41-count indictment against Trump and 18 others. Uh, now, they're suing Trump, everybody he's talked to, his lawyers, uh, everybody he's seen having lunch with in the last year, um, and trying to, to, to charge him under the RICO Act, which was made for, for running mobsters down. Yeah, I don't know anything about the RICO Act. Yeah, well, it, it, was a, it, it was law that was passed to, to break up mob families. Uh, the fact that they are, that are using that. Because when you think about having an, an election Uncle, thing, Uncle Rico, you, yeah, know, I mean, I you think about those ways. Rick, it's so <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, you're talking about overcharging. Oh, sure. Um, but I think, again, it just shows you when you do try to drain the swamp, the swamp fights back. Of course. And, it, and it's, a, it's course. a vicious uh, animal. Absolutely. When you try to deal with it. Harvard professor Alan Dershowitz, who not exactly all, a staunch conservative, we've all seen on TV many yeah. times. He criticized the indictment, calling Trump's actions very similar to that of Al Gore's legal strategy in the Bush versus Gore case that decided the 2000 presidential election. Right. And, and, Alan Dershowitz was what he was Gore's attorney yep. in this. Yep. 
He said, we challenged the election. We did much the same things that are being done today, and people praised us. I wrote a best-selling book about it called Supreme Injustice. Now they're making it a crime. That is interesting. And and he, he was on the left at the time, and um, as he said, I was applauded for trying to. It, and it only took him, what, two and a half years to come up with all this? Right. You know, since yeah, sure. uh, the how long has Biden been in? Again, it just it seems it's, like Biden's been in for a really long time. Yeah, but it really isn't it, that long. it's mm-hmm. really dragging. It on feels now. it feels like um, I, I've been dragging a uh, 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 you know a ball and chain up a hill. So hmm. now, and, and again, I, I'm not saying anyone is above the law. I'm not saying that Trump has helped himself with a lot of his moves, but Trump is now facing former President Trump facing 91 charges in the last four cases. Wow. I want y'all now, hit, don't y'all hit that number that, again. Th- th- now, Let's hit it again. Now, we're not talking about uh, <laughs> somebody that was in the uh, Manson crime family uh, or someone who has committed treason against the country or uh, the Orr family, you know, the Tuies or anybody. <laughs> I, I wasn't ready for that. I didn't know I was going to make the list. All right, we go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I caught you drinking. Right, yeah, right. Uh, 91 charges? Does anybody think that might be a little much? Right. So I, I mean, could he have rode up and down the East Coast shooting people and had that many charges? Well, yeah. Well, just when you couldn't be more frustrated. Don't, doesn't that seem like that's a little it does. much? Well, and then you told me, which, you know, I guess you were waiting on my reaction, the fact that people like Hillary Clinton are going to weigh in on it. Yeah. My goodness. Is there just no shame of no. any kind? What I mean, how in the world with the Dirty Clinton Foundation and all the things and <clears throat> what that bunch did or didn't do and allegations and I mean, it'd be one of those things. Somebody said you're going to comment on a you know a presidential candidate with some indictments and stuff and maybe playing the game a little dirty. No, I'm not going to comment on that. I don't think I'm, I don't think anybody wants to. I mean, she gets mm-hmm. out there like, oh, here I come. Oh, thank goodness for America. Finally, not tolerating uh, dirty politicians. What? Yeah. But but uh, is I asked Bubba this, and I know there's lawyers out there that tolerate the show. It, but but isn't isn't there a there is I know there is there is a strategy that says none of this can stick. But we're going to throw so much mm-hmm. at you that we're going to make your life so miserable, and we're going to make it impossible for you to move forward with your life. We'll never get anything against you that'll stick. We'll never get a charge. But we're going to tie you up with so much paperwork, so many responses, so many court dates, so many defending yourself that we still accomplish what we want to accomplish. Yeah, and and you're never really charged with anything, but we kept you from doing something we didn't want you to do. Yeah, the right. ja- the January six Washington indictments, and then the the document classified documents uh, that is uh, out of Florida. Those two cases are federal, so he could pardon himself from those. But the Georgia case and the New York city case those are state and so he can't so he's got to he's got to see those through and and i didn't uh the prosecutor or whoever it was that filed all this didn't she say that she wanted a court uh, court date within six months so that's exactly what they're doing yeah well you know they uh, they, the jack smith case on the uh on the january the 6th he he wants that case heard in uh january right Mm -hmm. which you begin the the season for primary right. in March. Exactly. That's exactly and, and what that's the one that carries the possible uh, penalty of not being able to run for public office. Yeah. So it, it's just so obvious. Uh, it, it's so banana Republic at this point, even it's banana Republic without the banana. Yeah. I and, would, uh, we it, would it, read you the indictment, it, but I don't think we have time. No, I think, I think we would hit the break. It's, it's just too long. Right. Um, 
And so now we see court, Trump's going to have all these court cases he has to make appearances in or testify in or <clears throat> depositions, all this. And it's going to interfere with the election calendar. So now you have the courts interfering with the election mm-hmm. of a candidate that's not only leading one of the two major political parties, but in most polls now leading Y'all, we're we're in an area we have never been in, in this country, well, and, it, and it should it should concern everybody. Again, I'm not saying Trump's an angel in all this, and he ain't helped himself in some of the things he's done. But this is getting a little much. Well, you brought up the Dershowitz thing. I mean, for him coming <clears throat> forward saying, "I did this for Al Gore," I wrote a book that everybody loved. I was applauded. When you've got someone who's worked with the Democrats that says you can't say that Republicans are charged with things and we do the same thing and we're not. I do respect him for going, look, this is just, this is political. There's no consistency to this. But again, let's get to the bigger question. We can sit here and cry and whine and bang our head against the wall all we want to. Is it going to work? Do, do you think this strategy is going to work? Well, I think that I think the most damaging thing is not to Trump. I think it's to the public trust. Understood. Because but will it, this it work? So, it is so apparent to so many people in this country, in the flyover country, in the flyover area, right. that we're dealing with a two-tiered justice system. Right. Hillary Clinton has secure documents on a server right. in an unsecured location. Right. Eh, no big deal. No big deal, guys. Donald Trump has documents in his garage. He's raided. Everybody he knows is raided. You have... The Bidens, we have bank accounts now with them getting money from foreign powers. Eh, they don't really worry about that. No. Hunter Biden, eh, don't worry about that. It just, it t- the appearance is that the justice system has totally been sold out. And, and that's what's going to hurt our country. But you're going to have to get people on the opposing party to care about it. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You see them getting a little bit of of, uh, duress. I mean, a lot of times people, they can't hold back their their joy. And, of course, you know, the Clintons, if you think for a moment, I mean, if you think for a moment that Hillary Clinton is concerned about looking um, um, inconsistent, uh, how dare me say something, that is not going to happen. You cursed brat! So she is she she can barely contain herself in this video that MSNBC. So she's in a you know she's in a home stadium uh, about the Trump indictment. She she's really struggling to hold back how how much she loves this. She's she's trying to keep from laughing. No, she is laughing. Yeah, it says, uh, and, yeah, and it's yeah. it's uh, she is about to explode. She's so happy. All right, so here here now keep in mind all the all the filth, courtesy of MSNBC all all, all the filth. That Hillary Clinton's been involved in. If you think that matters for a moment, no. so so here she is loving uh, this Georgia. Um, <laughs> what ninety one different by the time this this makes ninety one. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know how many are involved. Th- this in This is forty one indictments. Yeah. I, I don't know how many he's personally owned, yeah. but him and eighteen others. So here, here's Hillary Clinton. Wondering what Hillary Rodham Clinton is thinking. <laughs> 
watching things unfold in Georgia. She is the former Democratic presidential nominee, U.S. Senator from New York and Secretary of State. I should tell you, she has a new essay out in The Atlantic on the well-being of Americans and our democracy. It's called The Weaponization of Loneliness. Madam Secretary, fancy meeting you here. Oh, I it's can't really nice believe this. <laughs> yeah, this is not the circumstances in which I expected to be talking to you. Nor me, Rachel. It's always good to talk to you, but yeah. honestly, um, I didn't think that it would be under these circumstances. Yet another set of indictments. This yes, we will. Um, this is crazy. I'm I, so shocked. I, I had a comment, and I, and I think I'm so thankful I didn't say it. Um. Yet another set of indictments. <laughs> Adler, let, let's hear let's hear some more from that little interview. Okay. All right, so one B, one B. Here's Rachel. Rachel Maddow's is so excited. Here we go. That um, the system of democracy at its heart is the idea that the people get to decide how we are governed. Oh, here we go. And if we if we no longer believe that our will is effectuated through the system, if bad actors tell us falsely that every election is stolen and that the only way an election is uh, trustworthy is if they come out on top of it. Um, like then something it's, it, like it's, it's, it tells you something not just about that person or that moment. It maybe wounds us as a democracy and in a way that is hard to repair. <laughs> what do you think about how we get better um, mm-hmm. after the wounds that have been inflicted on us through wounds. this process? Well, I think... You know, the truth matters. Um, I think what? having these yeah. cases be brought what? and be brought in such professional manners. We'll see how they unfold. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, the trials, um, if there are trials, are going to be critically important. But the article you mentioned that I published about the weaponization of loneliness really does, in my view, point to the larger cultural concerns, because the lack of trust, the divisiveness, the undermining of faith in ourselves, in each other, uh, respect for our institutions, uh, the rule of law, yes. all of that oh has goodness. been deliberately inculcated <laughs> oh within our body politic. You know, there were trends before. I mean, we have yeah. seen how people have become more husband. isolated, less community oriented, less civically minded. Then we see how social media and technology has certainly accelerated a lot of those trends. But the deliberate effort to divide Americans. Uh, you, I, I can't even. I don't okay, know. wait, wait. It gets better. It gets better. One C. One C. Well, this is back uh, in 2019. We just, we just heard. We just heard Rachel Maddow. And, and Hillary Clinton talk about people who claim they have won and that they, you know, and mm-hmm. when they say that the election was rigged and how that just tears everybody down and, oh, my gosh. Well, let's look back at 2019 and see what Hillary had to say. on the Because view. this guy is still obsessed with your emails. He talks about it constantly. There's, he's these, obsessed these, with her. And with you. Yeah, he's obsessed with her, uh, uh, with you. And also, they're, they're chanting, lock her up. I mean, he has every criminal working mm-hmm. for him, and they're worried about locking you up, okay? Mm-hmm. What do you make of that? Well, I think three things. First, um, I do think that he knows uh, that... Uh, He's an illegitimate president. Oh, and stop the tape. That, Wait a minute. Stop the tape. What? Are you accusing him of, of stealing the election? What? Rachel, I Ma- thought y'all just said yeah. that was the problem. That's going to wound this. It's wounded our it's country. Wounded our Rachel Maddow just said Americans and our, and our democracy is wounded when politicians claim a, an election is illegitimate because they didn't win it. 
We, she just said that. Yeah, this, it, it, this it, is like Charlie Manson doing a PSA about locking your doors the, at the, night. Thank you. You know, it, I mean, this, this is incredible. Didn't you want, like, on uh, for for Rachel Rachel Maddow of MSNBC to say, you know, like you did that time, you know, now he's doing it, like Al Gore did that time. Mm-hmm. So Rachel Maddow says that if Democrats say an election was illegitimate because they didn't win, no wound to democracy. But if a Republican says it, democracy has been wounded. Do you see how ridiculous this is? So until somebody, or not somebody, a a, a large number of politicians wearing R or D or the few that wear I, but it really means D, okay, until some of them begin to call out their own team, okay, uh, this is never going to change because they're all going to say, that when they do it, it's okay. When the other does it, it's not okay. Like being a football fan, your team does everything right and, and the team you hate does everything wrong. Until that happens, none of this really matters. I mean, we can bang our head on the wall and scream inconsistency, how dare them. But until they get some sort of conviction and scruples, and I will give Dershowitz this, he seems to have a little bit of it to go, we did the same thing when I was with Al Gore, okay, that, that Trump's being – you know, charged with doing something like a like a like a mob. So it was the same yeah. technique, same strategy. Yeah. We, we should have been charged with the RICO Act too, if you can use it this way. <laughs> okay, and I even wrote a book about it, and everybody applauded it. The bottom line is that we can question the outcome of elections, and and democracy is going to be okay because freedom will involve all that kind of stuff. Right. So if you say that when when the when the election is over, any politician who questions it because they didn't win, is a wound to democracy, then you have to say all politicians, not just some. And, and that's what you're doing. And, and we all see it. I, I guess there, there goes that feeling I have again. Do they think we're all this, this stupid? It, it, it'll, well, let's let the, the rest of this clip play from 2019 of Hillary. You're not going to believe what she said. Okay. I do think that he knows uh, that... Uh, He's an illegitimate president. Mm. And because of that, he is... Applause. He's, he's very uh, insecure about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, look what he's trying to do now. I mean, part of the Ukraine scandal that is slowly coming to light is he's trying to figure out how to say, no, no, it wasn't the Russians, even though our intelligence uh, community and everyone who's looked at this said, yeah, yeah, it was the Russians. He's trying yep. to say, no, not somehow been, it was been, you know, not you know, Obama, it. Hillary, you know, whoever. Right. So he is... He's obsessed with the fact that he was helped a lot um, in his unprecedented ego. His ways. Ego can. Or ask the DNC who was helped. Yeah. yeah. Ask Bernie Sanders how he feels about how Hillary was helped. Thank she you. Was, and also, the, the whole thing was her campaign's idea. <laughs> listen, listen Hil- she did it. Hillary Clinton railroaded Trump, railroaded Bernie. I mean, even, I mean y'all, they railroaded Bernie. Bernie, Hillary shouldn't have even got the nomination to represent well, no, the party. That, Bernie, that, Bernie had it. That's yeah. the way their rules are set up. They yeah. have super well, delegates them, yeah. that can outvote the public. Yeah. So, that, so they basically can handpick their candidate, and everybody goes and votes just for fun. Did you hear everybody in the View audience clap? Did yeah. they did they seem wounded? No, by Hillary Clinton say it's illegitimate. <laughs> no, did they did they seem wounded? <laughs> the wounds, the, yeah, the wounds. And then she says that he feels insecure because he knows he's illegitimate. 
Does everybody remember, because he can't handle you know, the thought of not winning, does anybody remember what happened to Al Gore when we finally <laughs> told him he didn't win? He turned into a loon. He, he grew a beard, oh, and went yeah. out in the wilderness, started hugging trees. He's never been the same since. <laughs> no, he He's never, Hillary, remember, she completely had a meltdown and, and went around on the tour screaming, I should be president. Do they just think we don't remember any of this? Yes. Okay. And they, and they know their friends in the media will cover for them. Look, the swamp is alive and well, folks. Yeah. Don't don't give any doubt to it. No, no, that's true. And uh, if you think there's going to be any changes, you are kidding yourself. Do they realize too that all the things that Trump tried to warn Americans about about the swamp that when they do stuff like this, it just makes him look. See, he told us, look how swampy they're acting. He'll only go up in the polls with right. two or three oh, points. Right now, he may he may have he may be so far ahead of anybody else right now after this. All <laughs> these things need to have a, don't even have a primary season. <laughs> he may now have ninety percent of the Republican vote. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's unbelievable. They just keep making him stronger. Fifteen minutes to the top of the hour. Eight six six. We be big as a number. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Hacking the U.S. election. Hacking the U.S. election. Russia hacked our election. The Russians hacked our election. Russia hacked our election. Russia hacked our election. Russian hacking of our election. Hacking of our of our election. Russia hacked our election. Russia hacked our elections. Stolen election. Russia hacked our election. Russia hacked our election. The universal assessment that Russia hacked our election in 2016. Foreign governments hacked our elections. Most young Americans consider Donald Trump an illegitimate president. An illegitimate president. He's an illegitimate president. Why is he? She- Legitimate. He just won an election. He's an illegitimate president in my mind. That's it. I absolutely agree. Experts urge Clinton Kent to challenge election results. We will see how illegitimate his victory actually was. Okay, so a couple other things. Uh, let's talk about the Maui wildfires because there's a story about how Biden is, uh, of course, still on vacation. How many vacations is this now? <laughs> oh, I, I boy. We're, we're, <clears throat> so, so anyway, here is, uh, here, here is an incredible story, though. This, is, this family survived by finding a board in the ocean uh, to float on. And here's that story, and then we'll hit that even now some of the Democrats in Hawaii are starting to criticize Biden, by the way. Uh, but here we go. We got really real when we saw the flames. And we had a big fast. We had to get out. We left our vehicle, and my my myself, my wife, and our five kids. We all got in the ocean. Uh, we found a floating board that we hung onto, and we think we're, we're out there floating. And it was just so surreal. And the, everything was burning around. Explosions, cars blowing up, like embers flying. Just, just we couldn't breathe. When the, there's no air, it's just the carbon monoxide and, and we held on as best as we could. The final fight, um, instinct, survival, my journey was rushing, it's just, we had to calm down. I, I, I worked in the ER for 15 years, we had to help, uh, you know, take a deep breath, we got to do this. You know, um, we did, my kids were amazing, they, they were really good. Uh, a few points, my daughter, my little girl, was like, Daddy, you okay, Daddy? My other ones, my two, we, we, we will be, we can go be okay. They got us, you know, and they're really stuck, tired, exhausted. And, and, and somehow, you know, the ocean almost sucked my kids away a few times. But, but yeah, we, we, um, we, we stuck together. We, we held on. And, uh, we, uh, we're not going to die this way. No. And then we, we're here. We're alive. Incredible. Uh, so he says they, they realized they weren't going to make it because the fires were spreading. They jumped, got out of the car, got in the ocean, floated on boards 
uh, and he held his family together, his children and everything. And, uh, you know, the thing he talked about is that survival instinct that kicks in, you know, that we've been, we've been given by our creator and he experienced it, even though he'd been in the ER for 15 years, of course, good to have a man like that with you. But he was talking about how you, it's amazing what you begin to do when it comes time to survive. Amazing story. I don't know how you stayed with that. It was very tough to listen to. Yeah, it it was. And uh, I was actually reading. The reading helped. Yeah, Yeah, as it went along. Well, that is also to set up uh, that you have stories like that going on. And we said it on yesterday's program, and we know it to be true. If if President Trump or or any Republican president, um, if we had Hawaii and the situation in Maui and the situation they're in, stories like this, and all we keep seeing is pictures of Biden at the beach or riding his bicycle. Oh, the, the, what, he what, doesn't what, care. What would, what oh, would happen? Yeah. So now a Hawaii Democrat, a Democrat, and that's what it's going to take, you know, because of a Republican criticizing. Like, yeah, well, whatever. Trump's mean. <laughs> uh, a Hawaii Democrat criticized President Biden's response to reporters' questions about the deadly fires in his state. He calls the president's behavior right now shocking and quite disappointing. Um, so that's a Democrat. Now remember, Hawaii goes all in for the Democrat. Well, and here you well. are in a bind, and here's the all loving, all caring, let's find money, you know, no matter where we can find it for Ukraine. Okay. And then you've got your 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 part, your island completely burned to the ground. Yeah. And you've got the president riding his bicycle and sitting in the beach chair. I mean I mean, does that bother you? Don't have a clue. Right. And now if you want to say that's not fair to treat a president that way, then let's don't treat any of them that way. Right. But we all know. Consi- I'd like just a little what consistency in all of yeah. this, you know. Yeah. A little, uh, it, I, I'm good with whatever. It, just let's have, be consistent with it. Well, and we know the rhetoric, rhetoric that would be going on right now. I mean, we all know it. I mean, that's not even up for debate. And it's terrible. I mean, it's terrible when it happens to a, uh, a, a uber-wealthy area like this, and it's mm. also – Terrible when it happens to, to folks with lower income. It's still a tragedy to, to Americans, yeah. you know, and, and that matters. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, we'll, we'll continue to, to follow that. And we also have, and I know, Adler, you just got this one from uh, Speedy. Um, I want you all to imagine what you all would think of me if when I got back from Sherry and I, who's it's her birthday today, when we went on our vacation to France, what would y'all have done if you looked up and I was I was on social media complaining that there were too many French flags around? I said, I tell you what, where I go, there's the, the, the these French flags. Tired of it. And and would would somebody go, hey Burge, you're in France? Yeah, I don't know if you know I where mean, you're at. Yeah, yeah. So here is an Australian complaining about how many American flags she had to encounter <laughs> while in America. All right, so here we go. I'm just gonna say it. There are too many American flags. Like they're on houses, they're on cars, saw them on couch cushions. Like, I don't know who's making these American flags, but they'd be making a bloody fortune. I'm like, you're the only country that I know that does this. Mm. Like, the only time I think I've ever seen an Australian flag is, like, on the Harbour Bridge. Could not tell you what it looks like. Like, I know it's, like, blue and it's got some stars on it. But I, I think I could draw the American flag from memory. Like, I think I could make a bloody sculpture out of it. That's how many times I've seen it. It's enough. Let's pull back on it, okay? Let's stay humble. Humble? You're like a bloody idiot. (laughs) I don't know what I flag. I don't have anything to add. Texas Governor Abbott has handled it. I don't see anything to add to this. His response is, go back to your country. (laughs) Yeah, I don't don't believe you're being held here against your will. Yeah, Yeah. it's... uh, 
Um, that, hey, Hamal. So this, but does this not explain the world to you a little better? <laughs> yeah, than unreal. It does. Doesn't explain. Uh, does it explain sadly, the world to you a little bit? Sadly, just it does. a little bit better. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, yeah. I'm in America, and I think they overdo their American flag presentation. I'm like everywhere I go, yeah, there's a flag, <laughs> and I just don't know what they yeah. do. Be yeah. humble. I didn't know they had Valley Girls <laughs> in Australia. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah uh, we bloody do. <laughs> I, think, I think you could stand on the other side of her, and if a wind was blowing, she could not block it. The no, wind, the wind would no, just come right yeah. through that head, right over to you. I feel so I, sorry for her. But but I feel, I feel so, so bad sorry for her. her. I feel so bad for her. <laughs> but here's here's the thing. <laughs> Here's what she would really be shocked about. We've actually lost a lot of our patriotism. Yeah. yeah. We don't even yeah. love the flag like we once did. Yeah. 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 She doesn't realize how really the flag's not near as popular here as it once was. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, look, why don't you go back to where you came from, <laughs> which is down under, and you know, go go eat some Vegemite or something and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know have a Vegemite. <laughs> drop. Rick, when we come back to, I, I want to tell you something else. I, I think you're going to find astounding. Okay. okay. Well, I, there's it, been a lot in the last 24 yeah, hours. I, I know. And this is going to be, this is so, it's just so telling about the way we're being spoon-fed everything. If all this other has not been enough, this deals with our climate. Not again. You're not going to believe what happened yesterday. Not going to believe uh, Bubba, I know you're sitting here right now waiting to hear about liver health formula because, um, you know, your liver has cried out to you. Yeah, Rick, it's it's been an issue. As a matter of fact, almost one year, uh, it'll be exactly one year that started next Monday. Right. When your liver screams, somebody give me a break. Yep. Somebody help me here. We don't treat our livers very well. Uh, that's the reason why the liver health formula supplement uh, has already sold over 2 million bottles. Uh, the American Liver Foundation says that 100 million Americans have fatty liver. Not surprising uh, that a lot of folks are looking for help. What are some of the things we throw at the liver? Uh, well, the GMOs, cholesterol, alcohol, toxins, Tylenol, statins, cigarettes. You know, there was a time, Bubba, you know, before we went non-denominational, really didn't have any problems. Uh, but, uh, but, it, but how about this? That sluggish fatty liver makes you gain weight and feel tired all the time. Now, the liver is crucial. It, it, it helps you with over 500 key functions daily. So get yours right now by going to getliverhelp.com slash Bubba. Now, we're going to throw in a free bottle of blood sugar formula, which Bubba gave his to Greg. <laughs> okay? Because we got every problem you can think of in this room. So anyway, so go to getliverhelp.com slash Bubba, getliverhelp.com slash Bubba. John in Birmingham, ZZK. John, go ahead. Hey, have y'all heard the conspiracy on the Hawaii fires? Have y'all covered that? That's but, a good topic. Uh, I'm sure research that, for. Uh, I'm sure there's Adler. conspiracies for. Oh, get for Adler everything. on this. Watch well, out. You want to put Adler on uh, that? That one? was supposed oh. to be the first green slash smart city. They said that they've kind of declared, and that's one of the reasons that they got to wipe it out to start over. Yes. Nah, that. <laughs> now, who 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 wiped it out? Yeah, I don't know. To me, of all the things that I'll say today, I'm going to spend some time reading and researching. That probably won't draw me. Uh, but Adler, are you are you going to cover it? Don't get me started on Oprah. <laughs> yeah, her property had been touched. Hey, not a single blade of grass of Oprah's land burned. I noticed I'm, the church made it there too, right? The church is a few of them. Yeah, right. Also, there were some green flashes of light during the fires. What's mm. up with that? Yeah, it's impossible for now, this. Is this, the, is this the supposed green lasers from the Chinese satellite? <laughs> you got green lasers? Was it a direct energy <laughs> weapon? 
Wow. Okay, the fires are spreading in an elliptical pattern. Oh, hey, watch Thanks. out. Well, okay. so, so, I, because I of what they're burning. Th- that elliptical <laughs> pattern is, is very common in wildfires, yeah. by the way. By the way, for the caller, Adler's on it. I'm okay. joking as well. Yeah, it will be hard to make a case that the same force protected Oprah's land and the church. Uh, <laughs> Ryan in Georgia. Ryan, go ahead. Ryan? Ryan. Hello. Hey, buddy. Hello. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, guys. You know what this is, but uh, you know it's like a football analogy. You know the coach has the right to question the call, but he can't go up in the press box and change the score because he didn't like the outcome of it. And that's what Trump tried to do over here in Georgia. Hillary walked away when she took it as far as she could. So did Al Gore. Trump didn't walk away. He tried to change the, the score by putting in fake electors, putting the, the pressure on Mike Pence. He also sent people who are tampering with the machines in Georgia. You can't do those things, guys. That's just the bottom line. Anyway, love you guys. Have a great day. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> Deep thoughts from rapping Romeo. Deep thoughts from rapping oh, Romeo. Hey, boy, that uh, guy. Well, you know, Romeo, maybe they'll get him and put him away forever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe, uh, they're maybe, maybe a public hanging. That would, right. that would make all of our lives <laughs> better today, wouldn't it? Uh, I mean, chop his head off. Let's do something that's uh, going to make everything better. Uh, so... We, we've been discussing the aging process here of us. And of course, you know, some of our parents have already gone on to glory. Others, uh, you know, we're taking care of aging parents. So, uh, you know, and, and um, Greg, our dad, you know, has Alzheimer's. And of course, my dad is such a unique individual that even we told you some stories, even this is, uh, is it, it, it's not, there's no book for dad involving anything, including this. Sometimes you think, well, man, he's really going downhill. Then also oh, he'll rise back up and you're like, oh, well, maybe not. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's like even when he goes to the doctor, you know, the doctors will say, he's still doing what? And, and they, and they can't believe it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he's uh, great. Are we right? Is he 82? Yes. 82. Is that right? Yeah. Cause dad, yeah, yeah, my yeah, dad yeah. just turned 83. 80, so, 82. Yeah. Right. And <clears> so, one of the things that uh, that we as the kids try to do, and there's really no greater gift that we can give mom than to to take dad and, and give him a day and give mom a rest. You know, the caretakers really, and mom's been really, really inspiring to watch, but it really, whew, it, it, you know, that's that's a very difficult thing. So uh, so anyway, so that's one of the greatest things you do. So, and said, so I said, hey, and I knew it was real hot, so I knew we couldn't do a whole lot, but I said, hey, I'm going to come by and get dad today. I'll take him, get him some lunch. And I think I got a few things we can put around and run some errands and I take him down to the farm and, you know, he loves farm and all that. It's real hot, so we won't do a whole lot, but we, you know, there's something there I think he can help me with. So, so anyway, so we, we do that and now he's 82. Don't, don't, don't miss that. And, and so when we get there, one of the things that we needed to do was we had this uh, cedar tree that had gotten destroyed by the storms or whatever and it, and, it, and it died it needed to be cut down i actually think it died from the freeze back in december it just right. never recovered right and and so it needed to be cut down and of course that cedar wood is is great and we had some people that we knew that liked to do woodwork and they're going to make something for us out of the cedar tree and all that but there's a lot left and so uh the, part of it is just going to be firewood and so i it was up and it's in the way for keeping the maintenance down there of weed eating and all that so i need to move that over to the fire pit so I said, Dad, just let's go over and you help me move this this wood. Well, there there's a lot of little pieces, and we're just going to put it in the back of the truck and then drive it over there. But right. of course, when you cut a tree like that, there's still some really big pieces. Oh, mm-hmm. And of course, it being that cedar wood, it, you know, you can sit over like it can be a bench for somebody to sit on. But these are big. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to even wrap your like a table almost. It's uh, kind of hard to wrap your arms even around. It it was about big can enough. Can I have that, one for a table? Really? Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. It's it was kind of big enough that like. 
I could I couldn't get my arms all the way around one of the pieces. Okay, so obviously he's eighty two. I want him to pick up the smaller pieces course, and yeah. put them in the truck. And all of a sudden I look because I and he's I said Dad don't pick that up. I said don't pick that up. Huh? I said don't don't pick that up. You don't need to pick that up. Let 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 me get those. Huh? What? You don't think I can pick this up? Oh boy! And I said Dad don't. And all of a sudden I look. He picks it up. Here he goes. He just goes walking across with it, throws it in the back truck, and looks at me and says. Psh. <laughs> and I thought, Rick, are we talking about feats of strength here? I, I thought to myself, he shouldn't be able to pick that he up. Kind of fell over. How did that. he pick that up and throw that in the back of the truck? And wasn't even bothered by it. And looked at me like, what's wrong with you? you, you, you tell me I can't. You, you that back might be sore today. Yeah. Just, I mean, yeah it was amazing. It, but, I mean, why. he shouldn't physically yeah. be able to do it. Yeah. He should have been able. I should have had to go over and say, Dad, what are you doing? And so I, okay, <clears> throw it back there. And uh, so then, <laughs> then we start looking for things that, that are that we, are signals that's wrong with society, and if Dad, you know, was in his right mind, it's almost a blessing he's not to see what's happened to our society, oh, especially yeah. especially oh, involving yes. men. So, one of the things that we learned from Dad, uh, and it was some kind of unofficial rule, but I found out having some friends now that are Marines, they said that it actually comes from the Marines, which I didn't know. Uh, and it was that Dad said that men don't run in the rain. Oh, I didn't know, mm. you, I didn't not, know that came from you, them. You're not allowed to run in the rain. Well, I told a Marine that one thing. They said, oh, yeah, we don't run in the rain either. I said, really? And and I said, I didn't know where Dad got that. I thought that was some Dad rule because he had a lot of rules that I think that I don't know where they came from. No, yeah. one, else, no yeah. one else says what he says. So you don't you don't scamper and run like a little girl when it's raining. You just walk to where you're going and you don't run. He wouldn't allow us to do not run in the rain. That's and he affected me to this and, day. And he would not run in the rain. Never. Very well. And so, see, I don't run in the rain now, but it's not because of that. It's just I can't run. <laughs> right, right. right. That that's I used to think I could run fast enough; the so, water would never hit me. So, right. you know, and we fast. and we have blurred out these people to protect the innocent. But so, a friend of mine who just so happens is a marine, he said, uh, "Can't believe what I'm seeing moving my kids into college." And I said, well, "What are you seeing?" And he sent me these pictures. Men. With umbrellas, uh, shade to keep the sun off of them. Oh my goodness! And and, and and he said, "Can you believe this?" He said, "There's actually grown men walking around with umbrellas." Oh my goodness! Keeping the sun. One, he said, "Look at this guy. He's got in the shade and an umbrella." Oh yeah, he's doubling up. Yeah, and and so one of the oh, oh. and so that explains a lot. So I mean, these are well, actual. At least they're ready for rain. These are actually <laughs> these are actually men. So yeah, did they think it might rain at any minute? Well, or? they're doing that keep put shade on. <laughs> yeah, that's I not. Yeah. I know. So I, to protect I, them from I the sun. I was trying to yeah. make myself. It's a, feel okay, it's a parasail. Okay. I was trying to make myself feel better. They, Maybe they thought the rain was coming. right. What are they geishas? What's going on? Here? So 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 here it was. Here came here came geisha, the moment. Here, Greg, geisha, here, ca- a- here came the moment. <laughs> so every, I told them that I was with Dad. I said I'm not going to show Dad these pictures. And so one of them said, "What would your Dad say?" You know, we get that a lot. You know, we get callers sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And you I almost s- want to show no, them just oh, to yeah. see. No, and, here, and here it is. Well, I did. But, oh, you know, okay. Yeah. And, and oh, I said, would love I said if dad was in his right mind, okay, here's exactly what he would say. And I know it for a fact. If I was to say, Look at that. hey, dad, I have an umbrella and I think I'm going to put an umbrella to keep, you the, look hot. to keep the sun off you or me. My dad would say, you want it for what? He would just squint his eyes. And I, and I would say, I want it for shade. And he said, I'll tell you what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that umbrella yeah, oh right yeah. now, and I'm going to stick it in your <laughs> And then if you want shade, stand on your head. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what That's have. exactly what he would have said. So if so, you want so shade, yeah, so if you want shade, then you can just stand on your head. 
because that's where it'll be located. And, <laughs> oh, and, my and, goodness. Uh, we got men walking around with umbrellas? Because, mm. Did she keep son of them? Mm. I, I mean, it's, you know, you it, see that a lot at ballparks, okay. yeah. and it bothers you. Right? Um, yeah. uh, it really does. But, but I've never seen. But, but walking, walking, walking in and out of dorm under rooms, no circumstance. Stuff? Come on, under no circumstance. Come on, that no. part I don't. So, you know what concerns me about this morning thing is they're allowing the public to see them like oh, that. Yeah. What's going on behind closed doors? Oh yeah. What, what's happening yeah, what in their backyard? You know behind, yeah. behind the picket fence, what's yeah. going That's on? That's all I can think How about, about this? Now you have now you're my mother because you know what my mother used to say, look when you're kissing some girl at the ball game out in public it makes people wonder what you do when y'all buy you something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, Probably got their wives it, picking up heavy boxes. Huh? Like that. We right. use that later. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and, 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 and <laughs> I've so, not heard that one. Right. Well, yeah. I can answer that. Yeah. But the, uh, <laughs> yeah. And I thought, you know, you think yourself, my goodness, our parents are clever. Went. But, uh, <laughs> but the, uh, but the, but, but the, um, uh, oh my I'm, gosh, they're crazy. How about this grown man walking around with umbrellas? Yeah. I, I just, I couldn't believe it. Mm. And and that's exactly what Dad would have said about it. Oh, really? I mean, great. I mean, and I think I may be being gracious. Yeah, that's one thing when he tried to get creative. I <laughs> really want to drive the point home. <laughs> what all he could do with it. Yeah. yeah. Huh. And I, I knew what. And I knew that's where he would go with it because that was his <laughs> comment about Rick Allen for Def Leppard when he only had one arm. Yeah. He asked what he how what he, how, how he, he played the drums. How he played. Where's the other drumstick going? And of course, he immediately came up with a creative way to, to, to do that as well. He was, really, he was obsessed with that if he did like something. Yeah, yeah uh, we'll be back 15 minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Greg, you on our show, we all have expertise. We have our political analyst, uh, Eddie Van Adler. Uh, we have our high tech science guy, we have Bubba. Uh, we have uh, kind of our sporty guy that's Helmsy with a little bit of Speedy thrown in. Speedy is kind of a montage. He'll add some Clay and Buck stuff to, to Adler's. <laughs> He'll add some sp- uh, sports stuff to Helmsy. And then, Greg, you, of course, you are in charge of all um, conspiracies, uh, uh, Munchausen. As a matter of fact, oh. Sherry is obsessed with your education on Munchausen. Oh, She's a little quick there. to call a Munchauser. Oh, okay. She's a little quick. <laughs> Uh, and, well, and yeah, right. right. And and I said, but sure, you got to dial in. Everybody's not a moon chowser. Right? Who, Greg, who's Greg, in charge of levels on tuning? Yeah, levels on tune in. Apparently, the audience <laughs> is in charge of that. Of course, the the, the there has, you have to use some logic on some of that. If someone's got it and it's not doing that, then it's not the stream. <laughs> Yes. Uh, or else everybody would be having that experience. So you have to kind of – that's a logical statement And there. why do wagon wheels go backwards I know. in West? That's your area. But right now, area. Greg, you told us all along that the blind side of the movie – that most of it was not historically accurate. Of course, well, you've been you've been right on well, that. That's with any movie, yeah, based and, on true story. But but now in a weird story, we had a caller mm. uh, that said he was going to talk about it, then said doo doo. But um, yeah, is, and you guys talked <laughs> about it in the kickoff hour. It's it's we've been seeing it all over. It's really confusing. The different news sources today and yesterday is now Michael Orr has come out and he's alleging that the Tuies that all of us thought you know this wonderful story of this family. That somehow they beat him out of money, involving his story. Right? Yeah, Is, got, am I oversimplifying this? He's, he filed a petition that says when he was eighteen, the Tuies tricked him into signing a document, making them conservators, and that they made millions off a lie. Now, that's what he says. So he's saying he was never really adopted. He, yes. But they set up a conservatorship, much like what has been in the news with mm-hmm. Britney Spears and her parents. Um, 
And that uh, so all this was a lie, and he said he got no money off the movie. Right, and you said, but there was also a strategy that he, that they said everybody was in now, on, on why they did it the way they did This is the Tui side of it. Yeah. I didn't know he was All-American point guard at Ole Miss, by the way, Mr. Tui. But oh, yeah. anyway. Tim McGraw was a oh, point yeah. guard? Yes. Yeah. All-American? Yeah. yeah. He was an anyway, athlete. he said the conservatorship was a way to appease the NCAA during the days leading up to the signing, you know, to play at Ole Miss. As a supporter of Ole Miss athletics, he would qualify as a booster. Right. Well, Mike Lord had been living with him for a couple of years. So before that, would make, that, that would mean he would be illegal to go to the booster school because it would look like he guided him yes. to it. And right. then he claims so he would be ineligible to go yes, to Ole Miss. Right. And but then he could he, go to another school. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's a, he's right. a booster at Ole Miss. But he claims that they said, well, he's over eighteen. You can't adopt him, but you can do this conservatorship. Yep. So that's why they did it. That's what he said. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. saying that Michael knew exactly what we were doing and why we were doing it, right? Yeah, he and he claims that you know. See, they're the the lawsuit is that they he they thinks that they've made millions of dollars off of him and he didn't get his cut. Well, he's according to the two, he's no nobody got anything from the movie. They got some money from the book, but they split it amongst everybody equally, including Michael Orr. Yeah, that's he what got they the same. Yeah, amount. they're saying the book, which is the only thing that made money. Not they didn't get any money for the movie. No, he said they didn't. Uh, right. So, yeah. so, so the book they said they divided it five ways. So they they don't understand what Michael is upset about. This has to be heartbreaking. And Tui said, "We'll we'll end the you know conservatorship if that's what he wants to do." And he said, "As far as making millions, he says he didn't need the money. He sold his fast food franchises for more than two hundred million dollars." Yeah, yeah. The Tuis mm-hmm. were not hurting for money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, I, I don't. Again, I, unless he's or somebody's got in his ear, you just wonder why now. Yeah. I mean, he played well, in the NFL well, for eight seasons. He walked I mean, out of the conservatorship. Yeah. Well, that, but, but, I, I mean, I is, are they? it doesn't say in here that they ever were in on any of his negotiations of what he made to play football, mm, you know, like they, them having to say so in it. The Britney Spears thing is because she was mentally in, incompetent. Right. Yeah, correct. Her they family. did this so he could <laughs> sign with Ole Miss without the NCAA. That's, according to this story, yeah. that's what they said. So Michael now, I don't know or, where he's got that he may have a lawsuit. Maybe there's something we don't know. I, I don't, don't know. know what Michael has done with his money. Uh, but I do know that the NFL stands for not for long, uh, and you got to be able to live off that you know, until you decide to do something else. Um, could it be? I mean, it feels this way. I do not know his motivation, and I'm not trying to know. But it's a big story and now. I don't know the two he's motivated. Yeah, right, right. And, the, and Michael has made this a story, and we're here and we talk about stories, yeah. right? So the only motivation I could see – is like what happens to a lot of times, and Bubba, you mentioned it off the air, and I don't know what y'all said in the kickoff hour because I missed <clears> y'all talking about it, but um, is that you, you're you done with football. Now, you made a lot of money. Foot, NFL does have a retirement program. Yeah. I don't know how much that is for him based on how long he played or whatever. But it feels like I didn't care about this when the money was rolling in, but now that I've I've retired and now i gotta, I got to find a way to live the rest of my life, now I'm getting from who knows who. Hey, you know, yeah, they, somebody's they, there's money in your story. People sure did make a lot of money in your story. You didn't get your cut. And he's trying to think, well, I could make more money off my story if I'd free myself from the twoies completely. Um, and and I'm and I'm thinking I might need that. I don't know. I mean, that makes as much sense as anything because he's I, he's known this for a long time. And 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 I'm mean, always seeing them hugging and. Doing stuff together and everybody's good and I guess the lie he's sudden, referring to is that they portrayed him that they adopted him but right. they didn't they did but according to the two he's they couldn't because he was eighteen yeah well and Michael Orr's net worth is sixteen million he, he's done okay too for himself yeah he um, he was he signed his first deal for thirteen point eight million 
And then in 2014, he signed a four-year deal with the Tennessee Titans for $20 million. So that's $33.8 that's, uh, just right off the top we know of. And we, the, and again, I see nowhere that they influenced or even were involved in his NFL money, even mm-hmm. though they, you know, I guess technically could have been. Yeah. Well, were. back to Rick's comment about we don't know the motivation of Michael Orr. Maybe he comes out today and goes, hey, guys, just so y'all know, there's no ill will with any of the family and we're communicating. I, I don't know. But, Michael, this family changed the trajectory of your life, and this is what you're going to do in the public? Well, the thing I yeah. would have a problem with if I was the Tuies, and the Tuies may be terrible people. I don't know. The yeah, Tuies. I don't know. Them I don't either. know the Tuies, but and, I know in this case, yeah, they, on the show this one. young man yeah. but I don't know does them. not have this opportunity without him. No, there's right. no, no right, and and I don't he know Michael. School. And I don't, yeah. I don't know Michael Orr, but I'm going to stay with the things you say. We do know. We do know that all of them, for a long time, appeared on the same page that this was a great thing for Michael. Yes, it did change uh, the trajectory of his life. And that's been what we've been hearing from both sides forever. And now all of a sudden, and what would bother me if I were the Tuies? Yeah. So you're using the word lie here. I know. You're saying we're liars. Now you're making us look like that we that we tricked you and lied to everybody yeah. so we could make money off you. And he also claims and, that they made millions and they spread it amongst them and their biological kids and mm-hmm. left him out. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I'm I'm just saying that's the claim. I'm not saying whether it's true or not. Well, it it, it kind of goes back to, of course. Now I don't know <clears throat> where they are on their faith or anything like that, but I know that in Matthew 18, and I, I had a conversation with someone about this not long ago in, involving the church. But if, if you're within the church, now if you're not in the church, you're not held to this standard. But the first step you're supposed to do is go to the person and sit down with them and try to work out your differences. And then if that didn't work, you come and bring other members of the church with you. And you try to work it out amongst yourself. And then if that doesn't work, then you take it publicly and before the church. And and then that person's either removed or you whatever. Yeah. Same thing we've been told about lawsuits is, you know, it's not a very popular phrase. I just read it out of First Corinthians. The Apostle Paul saying followers of Christ do not sue each other. We don't drag each other before the, the earthly court, courts. We work it out among ourselves. Um, and so this would be, that's where it would bother me yeah. is, is, wow, you're kind of portraying it. Look, you, we could get together and say, I want to change this. I don't like what I'm doing. Um, uh, can I see the records? Uh, don't mean to offend anybody, but you know, I got to live the rest of my life. It's my story. Yeah. Uh, Hey, I didn't like the way this was done. Somebody pointed out, I might want to look at this, but this thing of the, like we watch it, it's, it's wall to wall coverage. It is today of the two these are liars and stole money from me yep. and yeah. benefited off my my yeah. story that that would be a tough pill for me well, well, let, let me ask you yeah well, now i would say you benefited from the twoies yeah. right uh let, let me ask you this <laughs> yeah, D- didn't we time. always feel like he didn't um he didn't cuddle the movie as much as we he thought. Oh, he didn't like the they, way he portrayed, portrayed him. They portrayed him a little goofy. Yeah. Let's just be honest. Well, the two he's made, I like how they were portrayed. Exactly. Well, you know, the, yeah. the, the, the movie and is he a free, movie. certainly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. If that's him. Yeah. I don't know if that's even supposed to be yeah. him. And but, guys, yeah. guys uh, somebody's mama calling out of the stands and you answer <laughs> no, and yeah. you answer your cell phone on the sideline. Name one coach that would That happened. Yeah. Well, you know what's so weird, too, is SJ, the son, said that. I hate he goes by that. I know that that Michael Orr claimed he found out about all this in February of 2023, and he's like, "No, I've gone back and looked at the family text messages in 20 and 21. Uh, there was conversations about this, and Orr even said, "Hey, if y'all give me this much money, I'll be quiet." 
Yeah. So it just something's somebody got in his ear. Probably a woman. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, so you were mentioning a little bit of a little bit of sports. You know, we get a little bit of sports talk six ninety in because we because uh, we talked about um, we talked about Michael Orr that kind of that kind of opened that door. Um, and you were saying that gutsy uh, Stetson Bennett had a, had a, Ooh, I'm a little gutsy. Yeah, yeah I, I was, Greg, I'm uh, gutsy. I, I I fist pump. I'm aggressive. Yeah, you know, I'm an overachiever. Uh, I don't know if you know this. I was a walk on and yeah, and uh, transferred. Yeah, I don't, I don't know got if you know two national championships yeah. in my back pocket. I don't know if you know my story, but yeah. I'm an overcomer. Um, uh, uh-huh. Just uh, uh-huh. I, I did not see the game. I was reading some reviews here from the preseason. And uh, the Rams, who drafted him, uh, were playing the, uh, I believe it was the Chargers, and because uh, they share the same stadium. Right. Uh, he played a little over three and a half quarters. And let's see, I lost it here in my, in my list of stuff. He went 17 of 29 for 191 yards and one touchdown. Right. Uh, and the people writing the story said uh, that's to say it was a good night for the rookie. So... Good, good opening uh, outing mm-hmm. for Stetson Bennett with the Rams. How are the other little rookies doing? Are we, do we know how everybody no. else is doing? Um, um, the uh, I, I don't the, know. Uh, like, did, what about the guy from Ohio State with I, the Texans? I, I, Anything? I What's his yet. name? CJ something. CJ Stroud. Mm-hmm. pretty good. What about what about uh, Bryce uh, Young, Young from, from Alabama? Alabama. I, th- I know the I know the Panthers are not very. I don't. They didn't I, I, think I think he's the, running for his life. Yeah, yeah. the Jets mm-hmm. won twenty seven to nothing. I think according to this story. Mm, But, uh, you know, I think uh, your first time out, it has to be very surreal, Mm -hmm. you know, playing in the NFL. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. There's uh, a lot going on there. A lot of people moving fast. Well, one of the one of the things that w- were touted about him is how cool he was under pressure, and I think with the Panthers, he'll get to use that a lot. Yes, he will. Yeah, yes, he will. Uh, if he's good at running for his life, uh, the Panthers in their current state a good place to be. You know, a lot of times I wonder if these quarterbacks go. You know, I mm-hmm. would trade a little of this money back for mm-hmm. a, maybe another good lineman. Mm-hmm. Or you know two. what? You know what Bryce Young is saying right mm-hmm. now? Oh, this is how Bo Nix felt. Yeah. Well, that, uh, that when, was when the he first was play was in right there right, in '94. Yeah. Hitting yeah, pretty right. good. Wow. Um, also, since we're doing sports video 14, Adler, just let me know when you have it ready. <laughs> uh, so we, uh, you know, there's th- this is also uh, a time of year, Greg. And this is one we pulled for you today. Uh, you know, you have a lot of the different leagues, basketball leagues, oh, going yeah. on. I can't keep up with all this. A B C D. Yeah, what all this is, and and Adler has some highlights from uh, some some also some basketball that's going on. Yeah, this is actually just a pickup game at a local gym, but there's one player that is a little bit shorter than everybody else, and he is dropping threes. Greg Burgess, like Greg, you wouldn't believe. Greg, Greg Burgess. What hey. in the world? Whoa. <laughs> what about Slimes that form? <laughs> the hook shot. He's bringing. Hey, look at he handles the ball well. Greg, he handles the ball fantastic. What's that? Real. <laughs> Hook shotting threes. Look at him. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, they, he's dropping. He's them. dropping threes. You think, you think a one handed hook? Uh, yeah. You think he's twenty five foot hook shot? <laughs> yes. Does he spend a little time in the Look gym or what? Yes. 
Let me tell you that. Guys, you that remember little fella that, is you remember making the, it happen. The little person intern we had? Yes. Yes. We were doing we a three, two over We were doing home. a three on three in Huntsville. Yes. And he can ball. Yeah, he, he was can. good. He can. He, he can. can shoot. I've never mm-hmm. seen anybody shoot like that. I know. He figured me, it out. We'll have a, you, you talk about with incredible, I mean, accuracy. I mean, he, he's draining them right now. Man, I guess a he, shooter. If he if he does the traditional, he just doesn't get the speed that he needs, and it's probably a lot easier to block. But he's kind of yeah. doing almost like a fadeaway hook shot. Oh man, he's you, draining. You can tell he's that. I mean, he's used them. to having to shoot over somebody. Greg, he yeah. can handle them. He can handle the basketball. Yeah, oh, yes. Bam. Uh, also, <laughs> that is awesome. Video seven, blazing <laughs> tattoos <too. laughs> out, of, out of tennis. So, are you telling me that that uh, what happens here with I, I Cotton Eye Joe? I think the sound yeah. guy had a. I was yeah, watching this live. Had actually. a miscue here. So, yeah. Cotton Eye Joe starts right in the middle of this match. Yeah, hey, big point, point too. Now, I want you to tell me we're in a tie break. <laughs> Jessica Pagula <laughs> is on songs. the bottom half of the screen playing the number one player in the world, Schweitek. Smash that. They're in a tie break in the sex set. Uh, sex. <laughs> Second set. Second set. Listen. Second set. Oh my goodness. It is. Now listen. I'm give this tennis Pagula. a little more. Pagula <laughs> has won the first set. What a they're, in the, they're in the second set. Right. It's four three, and this is when this happens. And what set was it in? <laughs> It'd be the second. <laughs> Chair umpire immediately calls let, which means they have to stop and start the point is over. Is that a woman or a man? Now listen, Pagula, Greg, Pagula woman, is clearly probably going to win this point, and because they have to replay it, and ben. she doesn't win another point in oh, this wow. set. Oh wow! Right, and they go to a third set now. Pagula wins the third set and wins the match. Thankfully, so it worked out. So it worked out. But, but don't th- don't this match is a couple points from being over, and this song play. Please watch. Oh wow! Cotton Eye Joe. I'll give you this. The Cotton Eye Joe. The announcer's disgusting. Cotton Eye Joe just came out. He got it right in only two notes. The umpire quickly called a lead, which I thought, you know, did a good job. Do you think they didn't? They didn't think that the overhead or whatever they were going to. She was going to get to it. <laughs> it was the one that done it. You know, somebody <laughs> no, because they wouldn't have played it. That, 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 that was just. A, <laughs> okay. They wouldn't have been playing it at it, that point anyway. A, a let would be just like from an adjacent a court, a, a ball rolling on your court. It's yeah, basically right. you know time out. We're going to replay the point. Yeah. So. Let's all do the face of the guy in the sound booth. Yeah, somebody <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was over yeah. trying to figure out how so, something worked. So, somebody, bu- somebody bumped the old instant <laughs> replay. My bad. Yeah, <laughs> Greg, Greg. That's on me. <laughs> Phone calls second, are next. Second set. Leave it was alone. in the second Leave set. Leave it alone. Right, Leave coach. it alone. All right, coach. We'll take phone calls next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Well, it is a year, America, and um, you know we've got some people that are always bold enough to say the emperor has no clothes on. And you're just not going to tell me differently. I'm not going to be told that emperor has clothes on when he doesn't. Okay, and uh, this is continuing. 
Uh, we'll show you somebody refusing to go along with this. I'll tell you something that happened to me even over the weekend that ties into this topic. And then we've got a video uh, involving the the, revi- the re- re- revising the Disney classics. You won't believe this one coming up either. Mm. First of all, Bubba, we got a brand new power lifter in, in women's sports uh, that has set uh, an unofficial women's world record. Uh, I know you will not be surprised. If you'd like to know who currently is holding unofficially, we're waiting on official word, the women's world record of powerlifting, that would be Ann Andres, who is a 40-year-old biological male. 40. Uh, 40-year-old biological male uh, is, has, is, is now lifted more weight guys, than in, any woman. It, it, guys, he, he doesn't resemble a woman. No, Greg. You know why? Because no. he's not one. I'd like to, I'd like to tell you that. Uh, and this because you have a blue ponytail don't make you a woman. Well, is that a dinosaur? Yeah, Riley Gaines, uh, who's trying to defend female sports, you know, which I thought there was a huge movement to do that, and now we're just <laughs> taking it and flushing it down the toilet after all the work that's been done uh, to elevate women's sports to be on uh, at least to get the same funding and facilities of men. But I guess now we don't care if men come in and completely dominate them. Uh, this was in the 2023 Western Canadian Championship uh, Sunday. Uh, so, uh, we, we, we're now saying, looks like that the, the, the lift, the squat bench and deadlift resulted a final score. And I don't know how kilograms go to pounds. You may do that on the fly. Hmm. Uh, it's 597 and a half kilograms, but, uh, Riley Gaines is saying that, um, that this is ridiculous. Uh, and, uh, says once again, this is the point I keep making, uh, that, um, that men, uh, competing with women biologically is an incredible advantage for the biological males. Yes. That, that we're not designed to be able to keep up with them physically. It's just not possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I can't see where anybody thinks that this is okay. I, I just, for the life of me, I cannot follow their, their well, thought process. Well, Bubba, I mean, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying to be truthful. It's not an exaggeration. This this is absurd. <laughs> yes, it is, Rick. I mean, yes. It, it's absurd. It's asinine. This is Ann Anders or whatever talking about women's bench. And there's going to be one moment where there's a little bit of self-awareness, but then the self-awareness completely goes away. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, why is women's bench so bad? I mean, not compared to me. We all know that I'm a tranny freak, so that doesn't count. And a biological No, we're not talking about Mackenzie Lee. She's got little T-Rex arms, and she's like 400 pounds of chest muscle, apparently. I mean, standard bench in powerlifting competition for women. I literally don't understand why it's so bad. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know what You see that in a moment. Well, not me, of course. Uh, well, the reason why you bench more than women do is you're a man. Yeah, that, that's, that's an why. Advantage. Well, I think she pointed that out. And then, then kind of almost caught, her, caught himself or whatever. What? Yeah, sure. Uh, so on the other, before we get to the snow, the, before we get to the Snow White thing, this this literally happened over the weekend. The 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 feel goodism and the absurdity of all this. So I was uh, part of the weekend. You know, I told you we were going out and we were visiting our son, and Sherry and I were running some errands and doing some stuff on Saturday. And so we ended up at one part of our journey in the, in the wonderful world of, of Empty Nest. 
And we were kind of, we'd moved into the trendy side of town where we live. We were over in the trendy area. Because, you know, when you go to, when you get over to the trendy side, every, a complete different world right. exists. Mm-hmm. It's trendy. Now, I want you to think about how absurd this is. So I, I, I went into a place to go to the restroom. So when, when I went into their place, and it was a trendy place, okay, very trendy, uh, better known as, you know, coffee shop. <laughs> so anyway... So, but I, I, they had restrooms, and I mm-hmm. wanted to go go to the restroom because there wasn't one where we were. We were walking on the street for a minute, so I went in. Y- y'all, this the feel goodism here is just ridiculous. The two restrooms only have one toilet in them. Okay, there's not multiple toilets. Right, there's a one holer. There's just one toilet, mm-hmm. and those those bathrooms have existed for a long time. Right. So that means that anybody can use it. Because mm-hmm. the door shuts and locks, and only one person can go at a time. Right. But oh no, they took the time to put on the outside on the on the door that tells you a toilet, an inclusive, inclusive toilet. Anyone we, can we've use. Had no, inclusive it, toilet. If we've it, had unisex if it, bathrooms if it only, forever. If it only has one toilet in here, and 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 we can lock the door. We've always been able to go in there, male or female. Yeah. Always. They really put inclusive the, toilet on there? There's <laughs> nothing inclusive about this toilet. I mean, this. We usually put family restaurant. Right. That's yeah. what there's the sign one. says. Right. But not anymore. It's called table. inclusive. I, know. I saw one yesterday. So you've seen it too? Oh, no, no. I'm talking about inclusive. I saw a family restroom and I thought that'll be gone soon. Yeah, well, that this yeah. one, this somebody one, will remove family. It. Family had been had been replaced yeah. with well, inclusive. We got the weird deal. Like yeah, yeah, but but the there was nothing. <laughs> do you realize like that, a group's going? But in that's there. not a new bathroom. <laughs> We've always had that bathroom. That, I know. That's but not, we just put a new sign up, right? And I I, I got in there, started chuckling. I, I just started laughing. You and, had to uh, feel good about uh, it because it was inclusive. Yeah, Greg. and um, and I said, uh, "Did you leave one soaking?" No, Greg. Why do you always say that? Well, I mean, if that had been like a protest, you know, I just walked out <laughs> like a protest. I walked out and I said, "I'd like to thank you as a heterosexual male. Thank you for including me in your restaurant." Mm-hmm. Now look uh, at these little people on this sign. We got the male, the female, and then we got the half. Yeah, the half, the half skirt, <laughs> half skirt. I mean, that looks like something that you that they would be used in an office where you went in for counseling. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I know you're confused. We're going to show you Is a picture. Tell us how this picture makes you feel. <laughs> you what notice, you see? Rick, what notice you there's see? a half dress. No, you, I notice you have a bit of gender dysphoria, so I'm going to show you a picture. Tell us. <laughs> All right, so now, now the absurd outside of that. But remember, Bubba, we must, we must revise all things that were tra- mm-hmm. traditional in any way. You know, there's a new Snow White coming out. You know, in this one, the prince is, I mean, he's, he's a villain. He's, mm-hmm. he's oh, awful. they don't need him, right? We don't need him. So I want you to listen to this about <laughs> they do not this beloved him. story that little children have, have used to be love, and we all family entertainment. We didn't, nothing was wrong with it. We, we didn't even get upset about the little people. It was just a, it, but they now, were hardworking. But now she guy. plays yeah. Snow White. Do I have that right? That is correct. And we've played some, some audio Snow-based. from her before. Could possibly be the worst spokesperson for a film Ever yeah. okay? Yeah. It's, 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 it's yeah. like her job is to make sure that nobody goes to it. right. All right, so 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 here we go. I mean, you know, the, the original cartoon came out in 1937, and very evidently so. Um, there is a big focus on her love story um, with a guy who literally stalks her. Yeah, <laughs> weird, weird. So we didn't do that this time. So no no prince or a different kind of prince? We have a different approach to what I'm sure a lot of people will assume is a love story just because like we cast a guy in the movie, Andrew Burnap, great dude. Um, It's uh, it's 
one of those things that I think everyone's going to have their assumptions about what it's actually going to be, but uh, it's really not about the love story at all, which is really, really wonderful. And whether or not oh. she finds love along the way is anybody's guess until 2024. Um, all of Andrew's scenes could get cut. Who knows? It's Hollywood, baby. I don't know. That's like and, and you are, you are she's, right. She's, she's really promoting the movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. She's getting out in front of it, making I, sure everybody's can you imagine excited her about it. And the uh, Australian girl oh, talking boy. about the American flag, having them have a cup oh, of coffee. Oh, What if I walked into that trendy coffee shop with the inclusive restroom and there they were? <laughs> Golly. I'd be like, yeah, I think I can hold it. But yes, the uh, yeah. wow. is, is her is she like you, Bubba? Is she working for an opposing studio <laughs> yeah. that wa- that wants this movie to go poorly? She's a double agent. Uh, I mean, it's uh, yeah. That really makes you want to grab your your no family. Love and go story. See. No love story. We may cut no. the guy completely out. Right. Well, you know the 1937 when the guy was creepy. The prince you know, was creepy. We can see oh, yeah. The dwarves are actually regular size. Yeah, probably so. They, they are. They are. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. So, Bubba, you were telling me uh, we got a couple of things lined up. Well, you, we, you want to start with the, the pastor or you yeah, want to start with the Breakfast go, Club? Let's go to Tallahassee, Florida. Tallahassee, Florida. A pastor in Florida is facing felony charges for operating a multi-million dollar theft ring stealing from Home Depot, Uh-oh. according to the <laughs> Florida Attorney General. Uh, in a news release, the I'll officials say that the 56-year-old Robert Dale, a pastor from Pinellas County, mm-hmm. was the mastermind behind the theft ring. Wow. The attorney general said Dale worked with four people, uh, accomplices with him, including his wife, his mother, to steal more than $1.4 million worth of items from Home Depot stores across the state and then sell the items on eBay. <laughs> the items included <laughs> brand names like Milwaukee and DeWalt. However, Home Depot suspects the losses go much deeper than the 1.4. The company believes the theft operation has been going on for more than 10 years, resulting in losses of more than $5 million. Wait a minute. you got to figure, if you've been doing that 10 years, you ain't no way you're getting caught. Now, he, uh, the pastor is also, uh, let's see his name here, Robert Dale, the pastor at the Rock Creek Church and the founder of a halfway house helping people recover from drug addiction. Uh, according to the news release, this pastor clearly skipped over the commandment, thou shalt not steal. Right. That one, that one got by him. That one, didn't that one got by him. Um, I, I'm not familiar. I'm not sure if he's covering anything. Yeah. But. <laughs> Over here, it just calls it the Rock Church. So is that, oh, is that, is that how they hip it up? You said Rock Creek Church. Oh, I'm sorry, Rock Church. Oh, okay. Yeah. You threw Here Creek in there. Yeah. Right. Well, you know what? <laughs> you know, no. I mean, I thought that might have been. You know, it's got a name. Everybody hips it up a little more. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. You know. So uh, the Rock Church. Yep. There. So oh, he, the one. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> Rock Creek. Who knows? But I was looking Great. at, it and he said, <laughs> "You've already heard his feelings." He said, <laughs> "Rock Creek," Stop. and I went. No, huh? well, I, I mean, I, I believed it. I was like, "Maybe that. Maybe it has two names." <laughs> was that a Creek? Really? He said, it, "I don't really, know what I, Well, I don't even know what I where I got that from. <laughs> it's really just incredible that a pastor would be involved in this. Well, no matter what the name of it. Well, there, yeah, right, there, there you go. go. <laughs> well, how about this, Bubba? He was hoping you that everybody would believe it was Rock Creek. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when the pastor's got a ring where he's stealing B- uh, millions. Yeah, you mm. you. It kind of goes back to what I was warning everybody about this week. Uh, you know, false teachers, false prophets. They they're I believe everywhere. he probably fall into yeah. that. And as Adrian Rogers said, uh, you know, if you're looking for the false teacher or the devil, don't don't ever fail to check out the pulpit. Mm. Sometimes he'll be right there. Mm-hmm. So uh, so there you go. Oh, um, now we get into now the Breakfast Club. Is that this radio show? Uh, 
Is that a radio show? Yeah, I think it in, is. In New, yeah, York. New York. Is that, New York. Is that, is that the, the, the guy that, that calls from? himself the God? Yeah. Is that uh, the yes. one where that yeah. guy calls yeah. himself God? Yeah, Charlemagne the God. Charlemagne sounds like a girl's name. Right, yeah. It's, uh, well, who, uh, so, and this is, um, he. They, they're having on, and we got to learn how to say this guy's name, Bubby. He's picking up momentum. Rami Swami. Ramaswamy. 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 Vivek. You know, you'll Vivek. say this. Vivek, Vivek Ramaswamy. That's it. Hey. He hey. nailed it. Hey. I, like it. I do like this. He, also he, the executive he, pastor of Rock Creek. Hey. <laughs> he goes into places <laughs> and will will defend his oh, yes. beliefs and does an excellent job oh, doing it. We, we'll oh. hear him talk about two oh. topics here. The, the first one is white supremacist. All right. The, 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 the country has never fulfilled its promises of freedom, liberty, and justice for all. It's always been freedom, liberty, and justice for some. And usually that some is uh, white people. So here's what I would say in response to that. That is obviously true that the nation has fallen short mm-hmm. of our promise since our founding. But walk through some obvious facts about America. We're not founded on an ethnicity or a monarch or a food or even a religion. We're founded on a set of ideals that brought a group of people together in 1776, and we live by those ideals. At least we aspire to those ideals today. A nation that aspires to ideals that's not made up of gods, but made up of human beings, will always fall short of those ideals. So I think our worst hypocrisies as a country, and we have many of them, Mm -hmm. our worst hypocrisies are our best evidence that we have ideals at all. You take a look at other countries. Nobody ever calls the Chinese Communist Party a hypocrite or China a hypocrite or Iran a hypocrite. Why is that? Because to be a hypocrite, <laughs> you at least had to have ideals in the first place. Right. But a lot and of and ideals- so we're imperfect, but we are about the pursuit of a more perfect union, the pursuit of happiness. America's about the pursuit. And so I, I think are that trashing are- ourselves, I, I think we are, are actually. I say that because, you know, we, we never were included in those ideals originally. Like- originally. Yeah. But never and not originally are two different things. Mm-hmm. Originally, that's true. Mm-hmm. Over 250 years of progress, if you had somebody who was in 1870 looking at the world we live in today, if you had somebody in 1960 who was looking at the world we live in today as it relates to race in America, we would be darn close to what they would have thought of as the promised land. So I think we have to recognize that America is about that pursuit. We're a lot further along than we were 250 years ago. We, and here's the other thing, too. We got to set our expectations. We will always fall short of our ideals. By definition, if there are human beings and not gods living in a nation that aspires to ideals, we are fallen. Man is fallen. That's what makes us who we are. But what also makes us different from animals is that we have ideals. Mm-hmm. So America's founded on our humanity, that we can believe and aspire to something that we will still fall short of. That's what makes this country beautiful. And that's why, it, 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 that's why I'm in this. You ask me, why am I in this? I care about reviving pride in that nation, because if we get in the habit of just bashing that country, what are we bashing? We're bashing the last best hope that man has for aspiring to those ideals. Tell me who else has done better. I'll wait. Okay. I'll wait. Tell me who's done better. Great, great communicator. Like great communicator. Yeah, we, we've said it not as well as he has before, but it's often forgotten that if you go to other parts of the country and say to them, I'm I'm not getting maximum access to maximum liberty. The country will say, "Well, we never promised you that." That's the only place where you can actually make a case that it was promised to you. You mean other right. countries? Yeah, other yeah. countries. I'm sorry, uh, but uh, we've we, got one yeah. more clip from it. Do we have time here? Or uh, we I got 45 break? seconds. Yeah, no, uh, let's come back in here. Okay, so we'll, we'll come back. But you, but he makes a point. The, the, at least you can make a case that something was promised to you. 
You go to these other countries, they say, we never promise you that. You, you know, too, <laughs> a lot of times it said that the country was founded by a bunch of old white guys. Mm-hmm. If you look at the ages of these guys when they signed the Declaration of Independence, they were in their 20s and 30s. Yeah. They wasn't old men then. Now, you see them later in yeah. life. Yeah. But uh, when they actually signed that and formed this government, they were in their 20s That's and 30s. It was actually point. the ideas of young men. Yeah. That's well, they were point. highly educated young men yeah. yep. compared to that same age now uh, in this country as we've devolved. But, uh, but you know, it's just like we said before about the civil rights movement. Dr. King would have made no ground if he was in another country because they would have said, well, we never promised y'all that. Yeah. The, po- the point he kept making is this has been promised and you're not living you're up not to the promise. Up. Well, if the promise wasn't there, what good had that done? Mm-hmm. Which is the point he's making. Yep. We'll hear the other cut from him when we come back. Bottom of the hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Uh, also, don't forget... Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and.com. Tailgating season is coming up. If you got your Rick and Bubba swag, got some cool stuff for the ball games, uh, all there, and you can tell everybody what team you really belong to. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, so we gotta, we're going to have to get this guy's name down, Bubba. So Vivek. Vivek. Vivek Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy. Like Vivek it. Ramaswamy. Yeah, Vivek, Vivek, I think. Is Vivek, that, Vivek or Vivek? Vivek? Well, which one Vivek? is it? I've, I've heard Vivek, I thought. Vivek? Vivek. Viv. Let's just call him Viv. Yeah, V. Viv. 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 Viv Ramaswamy. Rama. Ramaswamy. I just go with Rama. Is Ramaswamy right? Yes. I like a Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy. <laughs> Ramaswamy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, and also don't miss this week's upcoming Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, we go behind the music with rednecks. Um, so, uh, so, so, anyway, uh, that's an inside joke. Uh, all right, so uh, that's with an X. Uh, all right, so there's another Ramaswamy comment. Yes, yes, we have. Is he still on the Breakfast Club? He's discussing the LGBT B. T movement. Boy, there's so many letters now. I mean, you left the plus off. Yeah. No, not in What about the T? What about the T? I did. Yeah, I said T. LGBT. Okay. What about the exclamation point? Q plus. And there's a person going to ask him, "What do you think about the LGBTQ community?" And his response is this. I was just wondering, um, what were your opinions on the LGBTQ? Well, I don't think it's one community. Really? Yeah. I mean, how could it be? You just mash together an alphabet soup. Trans is fundamentally in tension with gay, if you ask me. But what's your opinion? I'm personally a pansexual, so I was okay. just wondering what your views on same-sex couples were. I don't have a negative view of same-sex couples, but I do have a negative view of a tyranny of the minority. So, so I think that in the name of protecting against a tyranny of the majority, and there are times in this country's history where we have had a tyranny of the majority, we have now, in the name of protecting against tyranny of the majority, created a new tyranny of the minority. And I think that that's wrong. I don't think that somebody who's religious should be forced to officiate a wedding that they disagree with. I don't think somebody who is a woman who's worked really hard for her achievements should be forced to compete against a biological man 
in a swim competition. I don't think that somebody who's a woman that respects her bodily autonomy and dignity should be forced to change clothes in a locker room with a man. That's not freedom, that's oppression. And so I believe that we live in a country where free adults should be free to dress how they want, behave how they want, and that's fine. But you don't oppress, you don't become oppressive by foisting that on others. And that especially includes kids, because kids aren't the same as adults. And so I think adults are free to make whatever choices they want. But do not foist that ideology onto children before children are in a position as adults to make decisions for themselves. And so I think a lot of the frustration in the country, and if I'm being really honest, that I also share, comes from that new culture of oppression where saying those things can actually get somebody punished. And in my case, it's part of why it's my responsibility to say them. And I respect that you may have a different opinion, and that's okay. It's part of what makes our country great is that you and I can be civil and have this conversation, and that we live in a country that still gives us, each of us, the right to speak you know, to a presidential candidate and back and still say that we pledge allegiance to the same nation. So I think that's the beauty of our country, and that's my honest opinion. Awesome. Well, Thanks. thank you very much. I appreciate thank that. Thank you for your civility as well. That's, uh, why can't we have those kind of conversations? <laughs> this guy gets more impressive. I know. <laughs> I like why can't we? I mean, it's just a real logical sound, and, and I, I give credit, like he said, to the other person. She didn't act up either. She no, she a, didn't. She yeah. asked a question, and he and let him finish Let him, his, answer. Let yeah. him answer it. Yeah. Are y'all familiar with this pansexual thing? Mm-hmm. I, what is that? Yeah, Wayne, I, I, that Bra- one is, Wayne Brady came out. Yep, uh, Wayne Brady, uh, sure pansexual. Did. Yep. Well, that, I saw Babylon, I had Babylon B. They said, you know, Wayne Brady has to do anything to get attention. That's a great point. <laughs> but let me ask Wayne Brady. Wayne yes. Brady thought everybody forgot about him for a minute. So he to, so, it has to be because so what does, what does it mean? matter what you are? Why would you announce? I'm, I'm for attention. I'm does that mean he to wants pans. to marry a skillet? Yes. I, I was wondering about that. Okay. Lodge cast iron pan. <laughs> it's kind I'm, of a, I'm I, I honestly don't know what it is. It's something to do with Peter Pan? I, I can't. They keep coming up with, with, what with does it mean? pronouns everything. and pans. And oh, what do you mean everything? That means I don't discriminate. But, what, but isn't that what bisexual was? Let's see, no, oh, no you're limited. No. I, I, you're just male and what female. What am I limited there. to? There's I, only two things to be. There, there's only two choices. <laughs> now, well, now, according to them, there's not. You got non-binary. What other You cho- got non-binary. You got animals. You got. Uh, well, I may fall. I don't think I will it someday. Maybe people dressed as animals, but not animals. Do you see my point? Yes. I thought that's already been covered. Right. Does no, it mean it also isn't. that the individual identifies no with no gender? Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, now that, see, Rick, you maybe we need That's not binary. But, but to a pansexual, that's that's, you, oh, that's right. That's not pan. It's but for you pan to say is into it. For you to say bi, that means that there's only two genders. Male, female. Right. So, see, to them, there's not. So, no, 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 pan there, means but, anything. But there is a right. There's people who are just a. a but there I'm, is, I'm I'm just saying. That. I know, but, but we understand. We don't label yourself anything, and I'm up for anything. Right. Okay. I, I may, guess. I may label myself. Peter Pan's Okay. I may label myself as a non-taxpayer. Okay. Right. No, right. No. But I'm not going to get away with that. No. Okay. So of course I, not. So what, 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 what I'm saying is you can't label yourself as something that doesn't, it's not allowed. Yeah. And that's so, the frustrating part is that we know. Well, see, it's never enough. Think about right. it. It's never enough. So then we're not, we're not just being asked <laughs> to let people biologically identify as a gender other than themselves. And we and even if you take that step, then they'll say, "But now be careful talking about gender at all." Yeah, but we have to because then now this ident- identifying thing doesn't make any sense. You you can't identify something that's not that doesn't exist. <laughs> so so you're, you you see how they're mutually exclusive. Yeah. If no, I'm gonna if I'm gonna embrace the pans, am I not also upsetting the trans? 
And and then and then what do I do with the drag queen? Because a drag queen really isn't a drag queen if they're not allowed to be a man dressed as a woman. So I don't know where we're going. I mean, uh, we're, we're we're heading into a world of of it's, it's got, I, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to push back around. on the pansexual. I got I'm, the, I'm gonna I got have to the, just push back. And say, I'm sorry, I can't. That that's just we can't wrap, wrap our mind. We can't even do the other things you want us to do if we're gonna take that. Yeah. On. <laughs> oh, Greg looked it up. Good. This will be good. <laughs> no. Oh it's my the sexual, yeah. romantic, or emotional attraction towards people of all genders, or regardless of their sex or gender identity. Is it very confusing? And well, he's, uh, he's going to be hosting a show. Whose thigh is it anyway? <laughs> that's good. <laughs> oh, you need to. That's good. Is that your original? Pan- yeah, that original? I wrote that. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. Thanks, they also prefer, they <laughs> refer to themselves as gender blind. Yeah. Asserting that but gender just, and sex are not determining factors. Right, let, let's, say, let's, say I, just, let's say I stepped out into I sixty five today and I and I identified as vehicly blind. <laughs> I'm still going to be hit. You are okay. You still pay taxes. Probably just, be, so. just because I say they don't exist doesn't mean they don't. I got. You. And, and so I, I just know. Who comes up with no, all this? no, no. What what you're trying to do is add something to being bisexual. There's nothing to add. Who's the committee though that goes? Because say ten years ago, that word was I don't think was even around, right? Mm-hmm. Who goes? Okay, now this is the official word. Mm-hmm. This is if, you're, if you think this, you're this. Who gets to make that right. call? If someone says, where's that coming from? I, people can identify either way. Are right, we had that covered? Yeah. And then, but then they can identify of something other than those two choices. But well, there are no other choices. What is that called? They're saying there are other choices, but there aren't. What, what's the That's name correct. of them? But, what, but, but what's the name of them? I realize I'm wasting my it time. This like is therapy. Sounds right. like a lot to keep up with. Like yeah. cisgender. Yeah, but stop. There we go again. But then I'm throwing who, the word. Who gets to officially? But you realize come up with these names. to come up with the word cis means I'm I'm sissing from something <laughs> I'm calling gender. So gender does exist. <laughs> I don't know. That's do you see where I am? Normal. Does anybody hear me? Oh, am we I all, the only we all, one? we it's all hear confused. you. Is Antarctica it's, up or down? And right. I want y'all to know. <laughs> I want y'all to know that I I, I realize nothing I'm saying matters. It's nothing but therapy. Let me finish. <laughs> yes, that's Just right. Just let me do it. Whose thigh is it anyway? <laughs> that's good. I don't go too too much. Oh, sorry. Okay, <laughs> yeah, but it was good. You had a moment. Okay. Your yeah, delivery yeah. was good. You got it in there. Got good. a chuckle. Good. Even got a follow up. Right. Okay. So I, leave it be. Yeah. Let it sit. <laughs> Don't forget about two spirit. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot oh, about that. What? what about time blind? Oh, oh time blind. Y'all stop. Rick, well, I'm why attracted. are you off in time blind? Rick, I'm now. attracted to everybody and I can't get anywhere on time. I'm right. pansexual no, time no, blind. See, that's still gender. That's female. Yeah. Is there a trisexual? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a trisexual? I'll try anything. <laughs> You know? Well, well, I think that is what the pansexual is. <laughs> yeah. 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 Whatever you identify as, right. whatever. Right. I'm, come up with pan. Sorry, I'm sure there's some right. kind of Greek tie or something. That was Pangea. actually called Club La Vila. <laughs> like, like <laughs> uh, Fifteen. In. Yes. No <laughs> limits. Right. Okay. Fifteen minutes. <laughs> called two a.m. <laughs> yeah. Hit on it during the big show today, but Bubba, the first AP top twenty-five has come out. Yeah, I saw uh, that. It's totally meaningless. Just totally meaningless. Nothing like this at the end of the season. And a shocker if we if we played the playoff today, but because this year we still just do the four. Right. Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama. Uh, why do we keep believing in Michigan? I don't know. Uh, I know it's two different teams, but the the good team they had last year, and I believe they're maximizing their Michiganess. 
But they get beat by TCU, who got beat by 60 by Georgia. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we put them back at number two under Georgia. Yeah, I don't really I, follow I, I that. Just, and I know that's last year's team, and this, these are different teams. But I believe a lot of you don't realize that the Harbaugh is giving you the maximum Michigan. But the maximum Michigan against the maximum Georgia is a disaster. Yeah, it's not a good match. Or in Alabama. Do you think the fact uh, that he beat the sanctions and not going to have to sit out four games, they saw that as a win and they're counting that as a win for Michigan? That's pretty good. Uh, We continue. Chris is in all the way up to the top, Bubba, up there in Maine. Maine. Chris, uh, how are you today? Going to have some lobster for 50 cents today? I don't do lobster. I'm not a big seafood man. But I just wanted to let you all know because you're biggins. You say Vivek like cake. That's Vivek, how you say his first name. Vivek, Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek like cake. Yep. Vivek Ramaswamy. Yeah. So how how do you get the show in Maine? Yeah, so you boys got cake. it. Hey Chris, how do you get it in Maine? Are you? Well, I've been I've been listening since 2009 when I went to Fort Rucker, Alabama for Underst- flight school. Understood. And now I get you guys on YouTube. YouTube. Well, hey, well, thank you saying, very much. We're waving at you, Chris. <laughs> uh, thank you, buddy. Appreciate. Hey, thanks for your service to the country too. Mm-hmm. So, Vivek. 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 Ramaswamy. The cake. Hey, it's Rick and Bubba inviting you to be with us tomorrow for a brand new Rick and Bubba show. Rick, it'll be a big and busy show as we cover world events, local events, and have a little laugh as we do it. Right here on a brand new Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out a. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.